God for, for the wonderful blessings that God has given to this ministry. So uh, we are not strangers to you. Uh, we uh, keep ourselves up, up to date uh, with respect to you know, what is happening in this church uh, through your Facebook and YouTube channel. So it's such a joy to be here just to you know, connect with you face to face. So I really thank God for this wonderful morning. Uh, I would like to thank uh, dear pastor for giving me this opportunity and pastor's family uh, for having us today. And I also thank the committee for uh, giving us this opportunity to minister to you. Amen. God is good. I'm trying to fi uh, figure out, you know, how can I fit in this, in this particular context uh, so that, you know, in the next remaining few minutes I can talk to you. Amen? Are we good? Shall we close our eyes and ask God to speak to us this morning? Father, we come in the midst of you in your presence this morning, O oh God. Lord, you are a God who comes. You are a God who speaks. You are a God who blesses us this morning. Father, as we bring the word... Father God, we just ask for your presence, Lord, your guidance, O God, in the midst of us. Speak to us, Lord, and lead us, O God. Guide us, O Father God. Father, we want to hear from you this morning. We give all glory to you. Glory for your name. Lord, let your word come and revive us this morning, O God. We give all glory to you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. So I request a couple of our children are here, I guess. So I just request the, all the middle school children and their bow uh, to listen to my sermon. Hopefully you'll be able to understand. And if you want to take notes, just go ahead and take notes. That will help you. Amen. This morning, I would like to title my sermon as Get Ready for the Next Level. Can you say that with me? Get ready for the next level. God wants us to have a healthy Christian life that exhibits growth and maturity. God wants us to renew ourselves. God wants us to wants ourselves to get rejuvenated, get rebuilt in our Christian walk with the Lord. Our God doesn't want us to maintain status quo. He always expects us to increase. He always expects us to improve and move forward in our Christian life with the Lord. Our God doesn't delight in the old things. He always expects, he always tries to do new things and new beginnings. Our God doesn't want us to go weary and tired. You know, sometime at the end of the year... Uh, during the ministry, you know, we become so tired and we become so discouraged. But our God expects us to renew our strengths. Our Bible says, you know, those who wait on the Lord shall, shall renew their strength. You know, God wants us to renew our strength so that, you know, we don't know what 2020 holds for us. We do not know what are the challenges that we need to face as we move forward into 2020. So God wants us to renew our strength as we wait upon him. Now, in order to achieve this, God brings certain changes in our lives. Our God is a God of changes. Even though he doesn't change, he brings change in our lives. Can you say change? Change. Changes are required for anything to become better. Albert Einstein, once he said, insanity or foolishness 
is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. The world is already tired of old stuff. World is introducing innovative products. World is in, in introducing new technologies in the industries. Old communication systems are replaced with the new or modern devices. Old digital storage methodology is replaced with the you know, uh, uh, latest storage technology. Older drugs are discontinued and innovative development of new drugs and therapeutic biological products are introduced in the market. Even our God says in Isaiah 43:19, if you can read that scripture along with me, Isaiah 43:19, can you read it together? Behold, I will do a new thing, now it shall spring forth, shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God wants to do something new in our lives. Can you say new? God expects to do, God, we expect God to do something new in our lives. You know, the newness in our lives that requires certain amount of change in our lives. That requires renewal. That requires transformation. It is the human nature to get comfortable with, you know, the, the, the situation that we have around it is our human nature you know, to become complacent or satisfied with what we have. But God says, Houston Tamil Church, God has more for you. How many of you believe that along with me? God has more for us in the coming year. God wants us to increase in all dimensions of the ministry. I really thank God and appreciate all of you for what you are doing for the Lord. Amen. It is not easy to build a church like this because we know the pain of it. It is not easy, it's not easy to lead a church like this. You know, we, we know the difficulty that is attached with. It is not easy to come every Sunday. You know, you're all traveling on an average minimum 30, 30 minutes to reach. And some of you tra are traveling one hour. It's not easy. But this morning, God expects us to stay focused as we move forward. God called children of Israel out of Egypt. If you remember the history. But the journey was not easy. God did not want them to rest in one place. They were moving around. God did not want them to live in the wilderness and worship God in the tabernacle forever. No, God moved. Amen? Our God is the God who moves people here and there. Our God is the God who takes us into the coming future. Sometimes the way we make plans on the face of this earth appears to be we are going to be living on the face of this earth forever and ever. That's how we plan. But it's not true for a child of God. It's not true for a child of God. God expects us to change. And God is about to bring a great shift in our lives. God is about to do something new in our lives in the coming year and the coming years. Now, in order to understand the work of God in our lives, I would like to divide my th sermon into three different aspects. Number one, get ready for the next level. Can you say that with me? Get ready. For the next level. Number two, change is inevitable. Can you say that with me? Change is inevitable. Number three, keep the main thing, the main thing. Amen? I believe God will speak to us this morning. Let's go further. Number one, God wants us to get ready for the next level. You know, many of us have comfortably settled down in the level that we are in today. We limit ourselves saying that this is the best I can do. This is the best we can do for God. 
may not be it's me maybe someone else can do better but i am already doing the best for god but god is telling us this morning we need to get ready for the next level amen god is expecting us to move further into the next level god doesn't want us to say stay in the same level can you say that with me along with me get ready get ready god is always up to do some up to doing something new in our lives i believe in the coming year god will do great things in our lives and great things in this ministry god says i'm going to do a new thing shall we read together isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 and 19 do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old behold i will do a can i hear me can i hear you out loud i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall you not know it i will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert you know even it may be in your family life even it may be in your spiritual life even it may be in your church life god is saying that i will do something new god is blessing the businesses that we are in god is always in the process of moving us further and taking us into the next level you know many times we live in our god we decide to do certain things and we are not sure whether it is possible by our own strength but god is telling us this morning you need to depend on god you need to trust in god as god enables you to go to the next level isaiah chapter 55 verse 9 the scripture that we have been reading and we have been reciting this morning can we read that together isaiah chapter 55 verse 9 for as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts let us not limit god let us allow him to do what he wants to do in our lives amen let's not limit god with our thinking let's not limit god with our understanding let us allow god even it is in the ministry even in our personal life let's allow god you know sometime our spiritual life goes up and down up and down it's not stable at all god is expecting us to move to the next level the more you stay in that same level that you are in today the more chances are there that you may be falling down but god wants you to rise and move forward your family life may be in a mess who knows now everything looks beautiful outside but inside we don't know what is going on there may be confusion there may be misunderstanding there may be no unity but god is telling god is about to take your family to the next level amen you know we are living in a time where devil is attacking the families we heard a little girl coming and sharing her testimony saying that her friends parents they split it's not strange anymore there are families they are going through many struggle and god expects us to protect our families and god wants us to, wants to take our families to the next level so that our family will still be intact and we'll be able to do great things for god sometimes we lose hope because of our health condition god is telling us this morning your health is no more a threat for you amen your health condition is no more a threat for you because god is about to take you to the next level sometimes we may worry about our business our job situation our visa condition our permanent residency or our green card or our citizenship but god is telling us my children i have brought you to this nation i am the one who brought you to this nation and i will take care of you 
I will take you to the next level. Amen. We keep hearing such, you know, some good amount of testimonies, you know, nowadays as we visit different families, you know, the way God is blessing, the way God is blessing. Amen. I really thank God for such a blessing in the house of God. When God takes us to the next level, there's going to be a lot of changes. Are we willing for change? Number two, change is inevitable or unavoidable. When God wants to take us to the next level, that includes, that involves a good amount of change. Even if you like it or not, God is going to change the situation. Even if you like it or not, God is about to bring something new in your life and my life. As children of God, we should be willing for change. Can you say change? Many times we say, why should we change? What is wrong with the current situation? Things are going well. Why do I need to change? Why do we need to change? Let's go further this morning as God speaks to us. Change is essential for a couple of reasons. A, the first one, change is essential for God's plan to come true in our lives. Why we need to change? We need to change so that God's plan, whose plan? God's plan will come true in our lives. You know, our God is an omniscient God. You know what is omniscient means? All-knower. God knows everything from the beginning till the end. You know, we have questions whether God knows this, whether God, you know, whether he's aware of such things happening here in my life. God knows everything because he's an omniscient God. Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, if you can read that with me, uh, from, I'm reading from NIV, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. You know, God has a plan and that is the best plan. Not our plans because we do not know. God's plan is the best plan for our lives. And God is saying that I will fulfill my plan in your life. You know, if God's plan needs to be fulfilled in our lives, we cannot hold on to our plans. We cannot even hold on to God's plan with one hand and our plan with another hand. What we need to do? We need to let both the hands go. Can you read this quote together? You need to take both the hands off, let your thoughts and plans go and give total control to whom? Total control to God. Then you will see God working supernaturally. You know, we need to surrender to God. We need to surrender our ways and plans to God so that God can work in our lives supernaturally. You know, when I turn back for God's plan to come true in our lives, in our family, there was a change required during 2013. And that was for me to resign my job. It was not an easy change for us because working in different industries for 22 long years, and all of a sudden, one fine morning, becoming jobless is not easy decision. But that change was required to see what we are seeing today and what is it to come. Amen? You know, God expects us to change the way he expects us to change. Secondly, change is essential for God's promises to come true in our lives. You know, many times we hold on to the promises of God. Just listen to me. Many times we hold on to the promises of God and ask God, Lord, do this in my life. I'm praying to you, Lord. How many days I'm fasting and praying. You know, for any of God's promises to come true in our lives, we should be willing for change. Amen? 
this morning. Just want to quote Abraham's life and just move further. Let's take Abraham's life for God's promises to come true in his life. There are a couple of changes that Abraham should be willing to go through. Just listen to me. Changing the way he worshipped God. Bible says in Joshua chapter 24 verse 2, Abraham was born in a house of idolatry. Everywhere idol worship. And God spoke to him and said, for my blessings, my promises to come true in your life, you need to change the way you worship. Changing the family setup, God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 12. God said, get out of your family, your father's house. It was a great change for Abraham to say bye to his parents and to come out of his father's house. Changing the place of living. Genesis chapter 11 and 12 we read, God spoke to him and said, get out of your country, the land of Ur, of the Chaldeans to the place where I show. Go there. Go there. Do not even stay in Haran. Go further. See the amount of changes required. Even the change in their names. God changed Abraham to Abraham. God changed Sarai to Sarah. Change in relationship. Genesis 13 talks about change in relationship. Abraham had to separate from Lot. How much change one has to go through before God's promises are fulfilled in our lives. And even as a church, we may be waiting for God's promises. God expects us to change. Thirdly, change is essential for the next generation to follow God. Amen? I'm talking to the parents now. Children can also listen. Change is essential for God's plan to come true in our lives. Change is essential for God's promises to come true in our lives. Thirdly, change is essential. We are talking about moving to next level. Change is essential for next generation to follow God. Today's children are tomorrow's leaders. Amen? Today's children are tomorrow's worship leaders. They are ministers of God and they are going to be missionaries of God. You know, God has given these little ones in our hands and our God is asking us, raise him up as an evangelist. Raise him up as a minister of God, as a missionary, as a pastor, as a leader or the leader to this nation. Who knows? It's a great responsibility that God has given in our hands. We need to bring changes in our lives as parents to address different aspects concerning our children. I thank God for the children ministry that's going on in this church. You, have, you are really blessed with a lot of children. You know, such a joy to see children coming and performing. We were just sitting and watching all your Christmas event program. It's amazing the way you pour yourself into the life of these little ones. Keep doing, keep doing, keep doing. That's the call of God upon our lives. There are two aspects to it. We need to make ourselves as good examples for our children to follow. Children learn to follow God by looking at us following God. Amen? Children follow God by looking at us following God. If we don't set good examples, they hate God. Are you with me? If we don't set good examples, they hate God. So we, are, we need to set good examples. And I believe when Paul wrote to Timothy, he says in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12, this is what he says. I believe it's not for young people. It is also for parents. If you can read that with me. Let no one despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in the word, in word, in contact, in love, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. 
Let this begin in our home. Amen. Let this happen in our home. As parents, let us try to set good examples for our children so that they love God. You know, their love is initiated from the way we serve God. The way we walk with God, the way we pray, the way we commit our lives, the way we dedicate our lives, you know, that's where they start loving God. Second aspect to is we need to understand the need of the next generation. Just want you to listen to me carefully. Our children are living in an era that is totally from the one we lived in. Certainly it's different. It's no more the same. We need to understand the changes that are taking place around us taken place around us during past 20 to 30 years. It's huge. Today they are living in an era that is technologically advanced, but socially messed up. That's the lifestyle that our children are living in today. Technologically so advanced, but socially it is messed up. We may think that you know, they are born in a godly family to a God-serving God, you know, God, uh, or God-loving parents. But remember, 70% of their time when they are awake, they are outside of the four walls of your home. They are away from you. 70% of their time when they are awake, they are in the world. They are getting exposed to the things around them in the world. The sexual orientation and gender identity related issues are so mind-boggling for our children, even to the elementary kids. Even to the elementary kids, they have great struggle in understanding those things which we never experienced. Listen to me carefully. If we tell them only scripture, and if we tell them just only to pray, without understanding their struggles, they close the door to you and tell you, Dad and Mom, you don't know anything. Dad and Mom, you don't know anything what I am going through. You are wrong. You are wrong. We need to understand their struggles and change ourselves to go down to their level to understand what they are going through. Understand what they are going through in their lives. Can we have the next slide? They seek to find relevance of God in the society. Our children try to understand how God is relevant in our society, how God is relevant in among my peers, how God is relevant in my school. They try to understand the relevance of Bible in the current age. How Bible is applicable? No, these are their questions. They want to know more about God. They want to know more about Bible and how it is applicable. They question anything that you do as a routine and in a traditional way. You know, I'm here standing with an experience of my son asking me many questions. Why do you need to do this? Why do you need to do this? Have you ever questioned why are you doing this? You know, they are there questioning ourselves, you know, you know questioning us. Why we need to do all those things? They don't understand. They're coming from a different generation. They're coming with a different mindset. They want to see tangible impact of our spiritual life in our own life and in the life of others. They want to see tangible, visible effect of our spirituality. They don't agree with our spirituality if we gossip in front of them. They know everything. They are just on top floor they're closed inside the room, but remember their ears are with you. They know what, you, what the conversation is happening there, what kind of conversation is happening. They don't accept our spiritual experience if we neglect the practical aspects, the social struggles, you know, people who are living in poverty, people who are living in un unemployment, disasters and sufferings and abuse, if you neglect all of them and if you try to become more and more spiritual, they don't listen to you. 
they don't accept. The traditional way of teaching Bible won't work anymore. Our children ministry need to be more application oriented. We need to change. It's hard. It's hard because we are generation after generation. We are brought in this fashion. It is hard for us to change. And if we are not willing to change our approach to them, we will eventually lose them. In our church, we, had great, we have great struggles handling the teenagers and young adults. It's difficult. Now we see children growing in our church and in the future is in the hand of God. And we should be willing to change. Thirdly, we need to keep the main thing. The main thing. We talked about a couple of things this morning. We talked about getting ready for the next level. We talked about the need of change in our lives. Finally, we need to keep the main thing. The main thing. Can you say that with me? Keep the main thing. The main thing. Today, the enemy tries to bring in distractions and take us away from the will of God. Just listen to me for a few more minutes. They will make sure as our time is wasted in those things which are not of priority. You know, that's the idea of devil. He will just divert our attention. You know, when ministry is going well, church is going well, our personal prayer life is going well, our family is able to get together every morning and evening in prayer, in family prayer. All that the devil does is he brings in a light deviation. Your entire focus, maybe it's a, it's, it's a sickness your child is going through, or your trouble that you go through in your office, and your entire focus, focus and attention is diverted to that. He sows seeds of conflict and hatred and bitterness and discard, confusion and blame and jealousy and various things he just sows here and there. You remember the parable of the sower? Parable of the sower in the same way. Devil comes and sows weed among the good seeds. These are of no use. And they are not, they are not really not the main thing. The main thing is to do the work of God. Amen? And we as the children of God, as a church, we need to identify the tricks of the devil. Let's read a couple of scriptures from Hebrews chapter 12. Let's read Hebrews chapter 12 verses 1 and 2. Therefore, can you read that with me? We also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto... Jesus, or another version says, fixing our eyes on whom? Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. The church, God wants you to move further. And as we move further, let us keep our focus on Jesus. Can you say Jesus with me? Let us keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. You know, there may be so many things going on around us. It doesn't matter. But we need to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. That is the call of God in our lives. You know, to follow him and to follow his footsteps. What are the main things that we can keep as main thing? Just, I've listed a couple of things for our benefit this morning. Number one, the purpose of the existence of our church. What is the purpose of the existence of our church? Two, can you read that with me? To know God, Christ, and to make Christ known to others. That's the only purpose. There is nothing else. What is the mission of our church? It's the same mission Jesus had when he came down to this world. What was the mission? To seek and to save that which was lost. That's the only mission of the church. The center of everything we do who should be at the center? 
Jesus should be at the center, who is the author and finisher of our faith. The objective of our fellowship time, you know, we have good fellowship time. What is the objective of the fellowship time? To encourage each other, to support each other, to speak some blessed words to each other, and to help them to move forward, and also to embrace newcomers. Accommodate newcomers, accept newcomers, you know, love them and care for them. I thank God because your church is already doing it. You know, in the coming days, God is going to open many more opportunities as we move further. Finally, before I close, anything other, other than these, what is listed, is really immaterial. It's really immaterial. As a church, we cannot be inward focused. We need to be outward focused. Amen? A couple of thoughts before I leave. As I always say, church is not within four walls. Church is outside too. There are more people who are unchurched. They belong to this fold. I believe they belong to this church. And who will bring them here? It's our responsibility. It's our responsibility to get them here. You know, we cannot close ourselves. God expects us to go out and share the love of Christ and bring people to the fold of God. You know, heaven rejoices when one soul is saved. That's where the joy of salvation we experience in our lives as souls are getting added to the kingdom of God. There are people out there without Christ. They need Jesus. Always remember, anything other than the objective that we said, anything that we else we try to create or we try to deal with is a waste of time. Let's fix our eyes on Jesus as we move further. I believe God has already strategically placed and planted you all together in Houston area for a time such as this. It's not for anything else but to stand together in the kingdom of God. Can I hear an amen this morning? God expects us to stand together in the kingdom of God. Unity is important. Honoring each other is important in the church. I mean, this is what I say every day morning in the church. You need to honor. Bible says, in fact, we need to consider others better than ourselves. I should be able to consider my believer, consider my church people better than myself. You know, honoring each other is a plan of God. It's the will of God. Unity is important. Honoring each other is important. Leadership, having a strong vision is important. And following the vision of the leadership is important. Amen. And this morning, I believe God is about to do that. Always remember, we are missionaries in a foreign land. Amen? We say that to every people, everybody at the church, saying that you are not come here to this nation on a business or, or on a H-1B visa. You are come here to this nation as a missionary. We don't have any other business other than just being a missionary in this foreign land. You are an Amy Carmichael. You are a Ringel Tobe, you are a Zegan Balk, you are a William Carey, and you are Ida's Gadar in the United States. Amen? God is counting on us. God is counting on us. Shall we all just stand for a moment before we close? God wants us to get ready for the next level. God wants us to be willing for a change. God wants us to keep the main thing, the main thing, as we close our eyes. I believe God has spoken to you this morning. Just bring a couple of things that God has spoken to you this morning. And in those areas, if you can surrender yourself to God and telling him, Lord, I just heard what I am supposed to do. I'm willing. I'm willing, Lord. I'm willing. If any of you say that here this morning, God will take you. God will show, and he will lead you. He will guide you. 
just want to make a quick prayer and they hand over the microphone to pastor father we thank you for this morning lord we thank you for this fellowship we thank you for this church i pray for your blessing upon your children this morning you have called them to be what they are today and they what they will continue to be in the future it's a great call of god upon this man of god here it is the great call of god upon every member and congregation of this church we are not just here lord accidentally we are not just here on an assignment to our worldly masters but we are here on a mission on an assignment to our heavenly father father this morning i pray that you would make that so strong in our hearts no matter what comes on our way we will keep our eyes fixed on you as we move into the future father i pray for your blessing upon this congregation continue to bless them continue to lead them in jesus name amen please keep standing thank you very much pastor thank you for the word of god continue to now pray amche people god has called us to do his mission to do his ministry we are coming here to do his ministry pudave arumyananda devasathirkaum kustotram ore vaarthagalukkagum ore vasanangalukkaga stotram andavare ketamude pilligalodu kodi nithodarnu pesa venumaga nangal chepikkirappa nangal next level ku selumbadiyaga neergal alaithirukkirappadiyalum kustotrama engale payanpaduthum preyojanapaduthumbadiyaga nangal chepikkirom seidukodutha undiye pastor ini raasirvathalumbadiyaga nangal chepikkirom avade ministry avade kudumbathai pillaiye aasirvathalumbadiyaga nangal chepikkirom நம்முடைய மினிஸ்ட்ரியை கர்த்தர் அபரிதமாக வருகிற வருஷத்திலே ஆசீர்வதித்திரளும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் அநேக ஜனங்களை கொடுத்து அநேக குடும்பங்களை கொடுத்து ஆசீர்வதித்திரளும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் ஆண்டவரே உற்சாகப்படுத்தும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் சோர்ந்து போகிற வேளையிலே கர்த்தர் ஒருவரே நீர் பலப்படுத்தும்படியாக மினிஸ்ட்ரி ஆசீர்வதித்திரளும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் கர்த்தருடைய நாம் அந்த இடத்திலே மகிமைப்படும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் பற்பதமான பலத்தை செய்கினாலே அதிகாரங்களினாலே அபிஷேகத்தினாலே தேவ அபிஷேகம் ஒரோடு கூட இருக்கும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் ஆண்டவரே ஆசீர்வதித்திரளும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் அருமையான சபையினுடைய எல்லா பேரண்ட்ஸுக்காக ஜெபிக்கிற எல்லா ஃபேமிலிக்காக ஜெபிக்கிறோம் ஆண்டவரை இந்த கடைசி நாள் வரை நீர் எங்களை பாதுகாத்தபடியாலுமக்கு ஸ்தோத்திரம் ஆண்டவரை லாஸ்ட் சண்டேலும் இந்த வருஷத்தில் நாங்கள் கூடியுமே ஆராதிக்க மக்கள் நன்றி செலுத்து நீர் கிருபி கொடுத்தபடியாலுமக்கு ஸ்தோத்திரம்ப்பா நன்றி செலுத்துறப்பா தொடர்ந்து புதிய வருஷத்தை நாங்கள் பிரவேசிக்கும் போது தெய்வ மகிமையோடு கூட நாங்கள் பிரவேசிக்க நிறங்களுக்கு உதவி செதறலும்படியாக நாங்கள் செபிக்கிறோம் பலப்படுத்தும் ஆசீர்வதியும் ஆண்டவரை மட்டும் எங்களுக்கு போதுமானவராக இருந்த தேவன் புதிய வருஷத்திலும் புதிய பலனை கொடுத்து ஆசீர்வதித்தலும்படியாக நாங்கள் ஜெபிக்கிறோம் துதிகன மகிமையெல்லாம் ஒருவருக்கே எடுக்கிறோம் எங்கள் மீட்பெறும் பிரச்சுரமாகியேசு கிறிஸ்து மூலமாக வேண்டுகிறோம் எங்கள் ஜீவனுள்ள நல்ல பிதாவே ஆமேன் ஆசீர்வாதம் கத்தராகியேசு 